Hello and welcome to episode one of the Air United Fan Podcast. Today's guest is Scott Kirkpatrick. He's the Air United Stadium announcer. And I went to the ship in to catch up with Scott to see how he felt about Air United's 5-0 thumping of Dundee United. It was unbelievable. Couldn't believe it. Um, I think I mentioned to you before when you asked me to do this, I said I would take a draw. But after like three minutes, we're 1-0 up. We could have been at least three or four up at half-time. Um, had a few good chances and I thought the day and eight it were poor. Uh, they had, I think, a couple of half chances but, you know, it was, it was all there. And no, I was very surprised how well we played. Probably one of the best Air United performances I've saw in many seasons. And Declan McDay just ripped it right back apart every time, every time they walked in the box, you know. But no, we played well. I wasn't expecting 5 0, but, you know, I mean, like only Ross County went to Tannadice this season and scored five, so, you know, it was a cracking result, and I think. And they conceded. So they did, that's right, yeah. That's right, it was 5-1 that day, yeah. I mean, I must say very quickly about the defence. The defence have been brilliant this season as well. I mean, I know, I know a lot of people have said, oh, it's, we're a one-man team, but we're not really a one-man team. You know, defensively, we've been absolutely brilliant. I mean, personally, myself, I think Ross Doon has been a brilliant goalkeeper. Uh, I know there was a bit of doubt during the summer who we were going to get as a goalkeeper, but, you know, I mean, we've certainly got a, a cracking young goalkeeper, I think, who will go on to do well once... Uh, you know, probably play for Scotland at future as well as Celtic. But as long as we can keep him for the end of this season and who knows beyond, you know, we'll just wait and see. But no, it was a cracking result. Um, Can not complain? And I think other teams now will start to think, right, we must be genuine ten- titles contenders. I know the gaffer and I think everybody else is thinking 40 points, but I think we could maybe have a wee sneaking suspicion we might be up in the top four. We'd love to see us win the league. But you never know. But we'll take each game as it comes. I'm starting to sound like a football manager, but <laughs> I think, you know, we're not going to carry it away. McDade during that game was just phenomenal. I think it's the best he's played. Yep. I, I would agree with you there. I think it was absolutely superb. I thought it was brilliant. Um, in the, the right back of the D and tip had a torrid time for the first whistle. And, um, you know, I thought it was absolutely superb. And long may that continue. I know he's been in and out of the team recently, but I think he's been absolutely, he was brilliant on Friday night there, and as, as was the whole team, and, you know, I think, it was a, as I said before, a terrific result, I think, oh, you know, this Friday night will be another tough test for us, uh, again, under the TV cameras, this time BT Sport, and hopefully a, a large crowd at Somerset as well, I hope so. I really do because we're playing some exciting stuff. Um, because at the end of the day, I mean, you know, we've been in the doldrums that long, and this is probably been the best season for a, a long while. You know, the way the team have played the last, you know, if you start from last season when we come up, um, you know, just try to get the fans back slowly but surely. But hopefully, we should get a good crowd in uh, Friday night. And uh, as I say, I know it's on live TV, but not everybody have have BT and even if they have just come to Sky Plus and just come to Somerset and sample some of the action behind the Somerset Road end. Where do you um, view the game from as a stadium in this? Um, right behind the dugout and the conservatory as it's known as. I'm, get, I'm right behind there so I get to see virtually everything that's going on and um, and you get you get quite a good laugh actually with some of the punters in enclosure especially shouting at opposition managers. Uh, there was one or two last season um, when um, 
I couldn't believe it. I actually, when Dick Campbell actually ran in the park against our bro, <laughs> when, we, when we played our bro, I was standing that thing. What's he doing? <laughs> and there's a couple of old boys in the enclosure giving them dogs abuse. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you off, off air what they said, but I was, oh, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, what's this guy doing? And he got a seven match ban or something. And he's got another match ban, another six or seven match ban again. I apparently did something against Wraith Rovers a few weeks ago. Saw something in the paper. He's got a, so. But no, I mean, that's where I watched the game. Um, years ago, it used to be up in the, we used to share the hospital radio broadcast. The one in the corner. Aye, yeah. right on the corner. Then they moved down there about 10, 12 years ago. It's actually perfect because you get to see, you get, you get a better view. And um, also you get to hear a few comments that maybe you shouldn't hear. Now, I think that result is bound to, you know, the rest of the league's probably thinking, well, you know what, you know, United can be, you know, with a decent side and no many people would have, apart from watch, you know, Air fans would have probably watched there on Friday night and thought, you know, they are a decent side than we are. You know, we're playing some nice stuff, we're not just booting the ball to the park. You know, we're playing it along the deck and, you know, uh, defence has been brilliant. Um, midfield, you know, the whole team. For me as well, I think one of the signings of the season has been Andy Murdoch. It's been absolutely a brilliant signing. I mean, I don't know how Morton let him go, but again, that's another, I know. McCall said that in his post-match interviews. Well. He was, he was, I, I don't know how they'd let but him I go. Mean, I mean, we've got him and he's been a brilliant signing, he really has. Mate, uh, they didn't play Ross do huh, no? No, they didn't, that's right. I apparently just spent the whole few months on the bench he was there, so... No, he's been good, Ross, as well. I mean, he's a, he's a cracking keeper. I suppose if you're training with Craig Gordon every... Well, like once a week or whatever it is, he trains with Celtic and he trains with the rest of the week, I think. So, you know, I mean, listen to guys like Craig Gordon and that. And, but no, he's been a good keeper. And as I say, the whole team's been playing well. It really has been. But as I say, Friday night was absolutely brilliant. Um, I watched the game again on Saturday. Just in case I've, I've, I woke up and sat the one that wasn't a dream, no. But <laughs> no, but they played well. And said, as I mentioned earlier on, they could have played, they could have scored, you know, a few more. I mean, their keeper had a couple of good saves. Uh, they unless it was just a one-off. Then the United weren't that great. I mean, we just blew them off the park. And that was a bit. I would have took a draw before the game because obviously they'd, you know, a six or seven match unbeaten run. Uh, obviously, with Nielsen coming in, doing a, you know, doing a really good job there. But as I say, you know, we're still top of the league and I don't think any, if you looked at the fixtures in June and thought first week in December, here we're top of the league, you know, you probably get, I wonder what odds you would have gotten that. But no, I'm delighted and long may it continue. Do you think we can get into the Premiership? That's the like, number one question. That and Will Shankland's day. I would love, I would love it. And I would have settled for, you know, obviously consolidating. In the championship, you know, considering uh, this season, considering what's happened the last time we were up, um, I would love to. I would love us to see it. You know, I would love to do the Livingston get two promotions in two seasons. Lawrence, on the other hand, I don't know. I would love to stay. I would love to stay to the end of the season and beyond. But you know, it's up to him. It's up to the club when they get an offer. I've, I've read one or two things. And, internet there's a lot of clubs interested in them yeah Swansea City have kind of been sniffing about and so I read something like that last night yeah, yeah. Well, um, about that he would get one back to us yeah I've just, read that but you I don't know whether that's true or whether that's just speculation even if that did happen you know as long as he stayed there to the end of the season 
how much would you say he's worth? I would say at the moment, me personally, I'd say at least £350,000, £400,000. Maybe more. Half a yeah. million. Yeah, I think he's worth about no, half, half a million, million or more. But again, you know, will clubs pay that amount of money for him? You don't know. What did Dundee offer? Is that like two hundred thousand or something? I've heard rumours it was two hundred thousand, but um, I don't know. When you look at Dundee, the situation they're in, I know he's happy here. I thought he would have left last season. You know, after he went up, I thought he was away. But then obviously, you know, fair play to the club. They managed to get him to stay and um, get him one another year's deal. And you know, I'm sure he would have. He wouldn't have thought it was. On to a brilliant season again, you know, he had a hat trick in his first game against Morton, and another hat trick against Stanish Muir in his first two home games. To me, I think it's the best league out of a lot in Scotland. Well, before it started, they were saying it's, it looked like it was going to be the most competitive, the tightest league, the tightest championship they've been in ages. Yeah, I think so. I think that's exactly, I think that's what it is. I think they've done very well. You know, there's a lot of clubs kicking about. I mean, Everybody thought Thistle would have been up there, Falkirk as well, but you know they are. They're not doing that great at the moment. And depends, although Falkirk got a good result on Saturday against Inverness. Uh, Thistle depends who they sign in January, as if they sign anybody. But I'm sure they will. I'm sure they'll have a bit of clear out. They might come good, or, or they might have left it too late. You don't know. But no, I mean I'm very, I'm delighted where we are just now, and as a long, long may it continue, Ross, because. Uh, even if we don't win the league, we finish the top four. You know, it's still a brilliant achievement last season. You know, you still, obviously, you've got the playoffs at the end of the season, but it's still a brilliant, you know, season no matter what happens. And there was recent confirmation that Somerset would be fine for the Premiership, which I was discussing with other fans later on, and I don't think the air should move from Somerset. No, I don't think we should. Um, I read that, I think it was yet, yeah. Saturday or yesterday, I read that as well. Um, I think they just need to do one or two wee alterations or something. I don't know what they are. But no, ideal. No, State Somerset. I know for a while there was people saying, oh, they might have to go to Rugby Park or somewhere else to ground here. But I believe the rules have been relaxed a few years ago. So ideal. And you can't beat Somerset. I don't care what anybody says. Somerset, when it's rocking and it's a, got a big crowd in it, and especially to quote the gaffer, when you get that Somerset road in, shooting down that way, second half. It's second to none. If it was ground sharing, I certainly wouldn't want to do it with killing. Mm, no, really, no. But then you're looking Babble at... would be St Mirren. I was just going to say that, then you were looking at St Mirren. It means... Well, it's not that far away, but it's only Paisley. Yeah. What did you think about the next round of the cup? <laughs> yeah, another junior side. I mean, Ockin Lake have been a cracking team over the years, and I'm sure they're looking forward to it. Um, I was hoping for maybe... Another team, you know, apart really? from Hawking Lake, but oh well, even Kelly or somebody, but you know, I will keep them for the final. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, no, it's it's a good draw. It draws again. It's another Ayrshire, another Ayrshire derby. My three choices would have been Hawking Lake away, Kelly at home, or Celtic at home. They're, yep. They were the big ones. Aye, we've not played Celtic for a while. We always seem to get... We always seem 2003 to be, or something, I think. Was uh, something like that, yeah. We always seem to draw Rangers recently. We've never played them for a while either. And then all of a sudden we seem to get them in the Cups. 
But no, I mean, I think going to Auckland Lake will be a, a good game, and they'll be up for it. A few, a few ex-air players in there as well. Um, you know, um, there's talk about it being old ticket, I think, because apparently I don't know but if Beachwood holds 4,000, but then somebody told me it doesn't hold 4,000, it only holds like 3,000, I'm not sure. I haven't been there. I've never been there either. Um, I hadn't, I'd never been to Beath either. And somebody was told, mm -hmm. telling me about the slope, and I, th and I couldn't believe it when I walked in. I saw this slope, and I thought, oh my God. But no. Easter Road famously had the slope. Was yeah, it? it did, yeah. It wasn't end to end, was it? Was it no. not to the side? I was to the side. But no, it's a good draw. It's uh, a chance for us to progress uh, into the next round. But no, I mean, I can like a buck for it the way Beath were. Um, but no, I think you know we should play like that on Friday night, and we'll, you know, we should win. Sixty nil or something. <laughs> <laughs> I settle for one nil. <laughs> if we play like that, <laughs> exactly. I know. Yeah. I think a really good person to get on there would be Mark Shanklin. Yeah, I mean, I think he's injured at the moment. Um, I follow him on Twitter, um, so he's. Uh, I don't. How badly injured is he? Do you think he'd be back for it? He could be back. I think he's done his wrist in or something. Um, he put a photo up on Twitter about three weeks ago. He got injured in a game. I thought he was a good player for you. He was. I don't think he was given much of a chance, um, to be honest with you. Um, I thought he was a decent player. Um, but again, I don't know whether he was played in the right position. I think he's more an out, I think he was an out-and-out -out striker, but I think he ended up playing the wing. But I think he was playing there... Towards his end of the time, here uh, he scored against was East Stirling in the, either the League Cup or the whatever they call it, Iron Brew Cup, Challenge Cup, Challenge Cup, um, a few years ago. But no, he's I think he's an Auckland like boy anyway. So I mean, he'll be he'll butt for that if he's playing on it. There's a few I think Gordon Pope plays with Auckland Light as well. Does he? I don't know. Aye, uh, Willie Lyle. Uh, I think that's the three guys that play for Auckland Light that used to play for there and obviously you've got Tommy Sloan as well used to play for there many years shows you old armour I remember Tommy Sloan playing for there um, but no I mean it'll be a tough game I think we'll you know as I say we should win but uh, it'll be a very tough game up there One question I would like to ask most people Yes and I think the weekend it's quite a controversial question but the weekend kind of brings it up again uh, do you think we should start Moffat or Moore? <clears throat> um, how should I? <laughs> as I know Michael very well, I don't know Mary that well. So as a friend? <laughs> as a friend, I'd go... I'd like to see all three of them play up front, actually. They've tried it? They've tried it, yeah, I know. At the moment, um, probably Moff. And Shankland, I don't know if Murray's back on Friday night or not. I'm not that too sure. too much banner on? I don't, well, he missed the Beath game and he missed Friday night there, so I don't know whether that counts. The Scottish Cup the, games count? I'm not 100% no. sure. I don't honestly couldn't tell you, Ross. I don't know whether he's still banned for Friday or not, so I don't know. But I would go with Moff and Shankland. <laughs> Sorry, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> I've felt the better partnership was Moffat Shankland but Moore is a fantastic fantastic striker and that's what's he hard is, about I know. He's, Aye. he's a phenomenal striker he is Craig's been unlucky with injuries though yeah. over the last two or three years um, but no I mean oh, in, an, in an ideal world you know it would be all three 
Yeah. But if Lawrence does go in January, then you've got Craig to come straight in and then possibly another. That would that work as well. It would work, yeah. Like Shankland obviously always just gets straight into the starting yeah. 11. But if it was Moffat Moore, that would work as well. Yeah. Although up at Thistle, um, I was up at Thistle and I thought uh, Craig and Lawrence played particularly well as well. They did. They did. Um, it, uh, Michael Rose scored the winner. Yeah. That, one, yeah. that was a good game. I liked that. It was, yeah. Yeah, we should have won that by more than one, but yeah. again, you know, if we keep winning every week, you know, there's nothing else we can do. You know, we've, we've done our part. Well, I think scraping out results like that was kind of what we did last season, and we won the league last season. Exactly. And as I was saying to somebody a couple of weeks ago, if that had been a couple of seasons ago, those games were probably lost when we won the championship. You know, we're probably, you know, all over teams and then, you know, they got their part and maybe had a freaky winner against, uh, you know, an off the post or something. But no, as I say, we've been absolutely brilliant this season and long may it continue. Well, by the end of this November this year, we've managed to get as many points as we had the full time we were in the championship the last time. Yeah, that's right, yeah. That yeah. We had the 33 points. 33, which is Martin, Friday night. So... I hope that doesn't come back and bite us. <laughs> we don't get any points. <laughs> no, no, I'm sure we'll be fine. No, as I say, no, it's been good. I um, think there's a bit of a difference between Brecon City and Air United. Right? There is, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think, yeah, I didn't think we would do a Brecon, um, which... Um, do a Brecon, that's a shame. I know it is, uh, when you think about it, going over, you know, the whole last season without winning a game, but... Yeah. You know. I was rooting for them some weeks just so they would win. Yeah, I was the same actually, you know. I was like, oh, did Brecon win the day? No, oh well then. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no. No, as I say, I mean, yeah, to get to the thirty three point mark by the beginning of December, that's certainly brilliant. I mean I've hardly changed the team. Well, one or two positional changes, but it's been near enough the same team or this kind of settled team almost every week. Um, obviously, if it's Stephen Bell playing there, uh, beside Michael Rose recently, uh, centre half because Big Jamie's been injured. But no, it's been good. Can't complain at all. And long, as I say, long, long may it continue and see what happens between now and the end of April, beginning of May. What was your thoughts going into the last game of last season? Uh, to be honest with you, come away from Aloha thinking we're blown up. I think like every, I think like every other United fan. I know a few people who didn't show up. To well, I had no other choice. So I had to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was. I turned up, and I didn't even. I had a playlist and everything, but I didn't even stick a playlist. I had an extra playlist, like you know, for we are the champions and things like that. I just, I was given a sheet of paper, by Lad Brooks to read out if anything. I stuck it underneath a pillar papers, didn't even look at it, to, but maybe I wasn't that confident and then about 15 minutes to go there was a guy I know who's a Wraith fan and he was messaging me to see you know, see how it's going Yeah. and he says, oh, we're all over them, we're all and I thought, oh, great, are you still winning? Went, yeah, we're still winning 1-0 and then I text him back, he says, we've just scored again and he went, right, okay and then two minutes later he says, we've just had to, oh, maybe more than two minutes later, he says, we've just had the post. Last minute. The last minute. <laughs> and then, obviously, the final score came in and the place just erupted and I just went crazy. 
and I'll obviously be following on the microphone. Um, but no, that's when I've started scrambling about looking for this sheet of paper that I had to read out for Ladbrokes things. And what, what, what did you say? I can't even remember what you said through it. I can't. Uh, I think uh, the final score from Starts Park was Race Nil, Aloha Nil, A United Football Club, other new Ladbrokes League One champions, if <laughs> I remember correctly. Something was that effect. And then the next bit was please stay off the pitch. But obviously, the sound system at the time wasn't that great, so I don't think I would be really bothered listening. But now we've got it could have been great, I think everybody would have still been in. Ah, exactly, and then eventually the gaffer came up and he got a microphone and basically told him to get off the park or else the, the trophy wasn't getting presented. Was that um, him? Aye. I didn't know. Aye, aye, the gaffer came in and got the microphone, aye. And he just basically told them they'd get off the park and about five minutes, five minutes later, the pitch was empty and all that. <laughs> Swap your jobs. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, it was good. As I say, I think like every other fan, you know, I knew two or three people that as well that didn't go. And like that, and I'm so going, no, I'm not going, I'm not going. No, we blew it. That's that. But no, it was brilliant. I think we deserved to win the league last year anyway. Yeah, we were the best team in the league. Best team in the league. And we were all over Rafe Rovers. Aye, and Rafe, and well, you know, I didn't three think. Three of the four games we played, I think. And as I said, I was impressed last season with Broth as well and Alwa and good to see actually a Broth doing well this year because they're about 10 points I clean. think Dick Campbell's a fantastic manager he is like we were talking about him running on the pitch and stuff like I, that. Know, I think he's I, a great manager he is he's been about for years and he knows you know he knows his stuff but no as I say it was a brilliant day and you know to get the, the trophy and who, who would have thought after that game you know a few months later we were sitting top of the, the championship do you know of a kind of rumour that I heard from somebody about Smith, the Rafe Rovers manager, phoning Jim Goodwin to say thanks for winning his elite? I heard about this a few weeks later. Someone told me about this. I forget who it was now. It was a few weeks later I heard about this. Apparently he's phoned Jim Goodwin and I think that angered Jim Goodwin. And the story well, they I had to play them in the last game yeah. of the season. And the story I heard was, right, I think Jim Goodwin says, well, basically, we'll just basically stop you winning the league. You know, we'll put my full... Because I was a bit worried at that. I thought, oh, I'll just maybe put a reserve team because they're already in the playoff. Oh, I don't mean like a reserve team, but, you know, maybe rest a few players. But, no, I did hear that story about um, Barry Smith phoning up Jim Goodwin. Um, who, again, is a pretty good manager. Yeah, Jim Goodwin's a fantastic manager. Um Always seems to praise air. Any any interviews you know he's done with you media, he always seems to praise them. Um, so Do you yeah, think he could be an Ian McCall replacement. I thought he might actually. <laughs> you, know, you never know. I thought he actually would have maybe went to St Mirren after the sack stubs. Yeah. But obviously he was. He felt he must have just wanted to stay at Allah. But no, no, I did hear that. I did hear that story a few weeks later um, about that, and so obviously. A, if it's true, it's a really daft thing to do. Exactly, as if it is true. And again, you don't know if it's true, if it's not. Only two people I mean, know not that, Jim Goodwin and Barry Smith know that. Bar Barry Smith is the breaking manager now, so he's, he's not at Rafe anymore, but it'd be, exactly. it'd be interesting to get that one confirmed. Exactly. Well, I'm sure we could maybe ask him. <laughs> Just phone up, breaking one day and ask him, is it true? <laughs> the next time Jim Goodwin's at Summers, ask him. <laughs> no, as I say, no, it was... Whether it's true, if it is true, it's a silly, silly thing to do. You know, I think it's disrespectful to, obviously, Allo and disrespectful to United as well. So, 
you know, at the end of the day, we won the league and that's it, you know, and Wraith are... Second again. Second again, <laughs> yeah, kind of toiling behind their growth. Ten points behind them, I think. Yeah, at the moment. So, we'll see how they get on this season. Yeah. The manager, I don't know. I, well, I don't know. Don't really care, either. No, exactly, <laughs> no. No, I don't mean it disrespectful. I'm glad we've got actually a, a good atmosphere at Somerset and away end now, instead of the usual, kind of, I don't mean it badly, like one one in their dog away fans. Yeah. You know, and obviously dogs aren't allowed in, but you know what I mean. It's kind of, you know, they must be allowed into Forfar because when I went up to Forfar, there was dogs. Oh, was there? <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. I must. I must. Was that the five 0 game or the other one? Yeah, I can't remember. I went both of them, so it would have been I, one of them. I was at the what game Forfar. No, I missed the Forfar game. Um, I was working that day, but I managed to get to every stadium at least once last year, and I'm trying to get to every stadium at least once this year. I missed one or two games last season, um, but not very many. This season I missed one or two as well, but hopefully I'll get to most of them in the second half of the season. I want to get up to Inverness and Ross County at some point. It's a, it's a long journey, though. That's that. Been to Inverness once, I've never been to Dingwall, and I don't think I'll be venturing on the Tuesday night in February. But no, I mean, fair play to the fans that go every week. You know, or if, you know, I think people would, no, don't miss a game. There's, I think we just had had under 400 there on Friday night, um, which is absolutely brilliant. I mean, the fans are coming back. I mean, we had about a thousand at Thistle. We had about, was it 900 or odd at Beath. Um, you know, the, the fans this season have been absolutely superb. They are getting better away crowds than a lot of clubs in the Premier League. They are. Yeah, I mean, when you... Not Premier League, Premiership. Not the English Premier League. Um, yeah, as I say, I think at the end of the day, if you look, no disrespect, the Hamilton Ackies, I think one week they took like 35 people to somewhere and you think, you know, and that, we took sometimes 10 to times that, yeah. you know, it wouldn't happen to you. Even, even when we were on the plane that great, we're still taking 100, 150. Yeah. You know, even, you know, in the kind of days before... You know, Ian McCall arrived. You know, we're still the Mark taking. Roberts days. We're still taking a few, you know, a good few hundred to away games, and I would love the fans to come back. The ones that haven't been for a while, you know, I hope the ones that haven't been for a while saw that on Friday night and thought, you know what, I'm going to go back to Somerset. Yeah. I, assuming they can make it as on a Saturday, or, you know, or whenever they can make it. You know, obviously coming up to Christmas now, you know, people's got other, you know, things to do. You know, really. Presents and excellent other things. Money's a bit tight as we all know, but you know, I, I really hope fans do think to say, you know what, I'm going to go back and watch that team. You know, they're, they're good, they're scoring goals, and then every every member. And that's what I noticed on Friday night as well. Every time we scored, almost about ninety, maybe apart from Ross doing, unless he was there, unless the camera never panned on it. But almost every player was up there, you know, celebrating, celebrating, you know, after every goal. Um, but no, it's good to see, and I say long may it continue, and I really hope the fans do come back. I think if Air went into the Premiership, we'd be pushing 5,000 people at each home game. I think so. You would get your so-called glory hunters coming back. Oh, I've been an Air fan. Oh, blah, 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 blah. You know, I mean, we had 12,000 at the cup final, 2002. You know, I mean... I think we could. I think we could get at least four and a half to five thousand every home game. You're right. Uh, the fans, you know, I think that would be absolutely brilliant. In Somerset as well. Right? In Somerset as well. That'd be great. Um, 
you know, obviously, you would have the Ayrshire Derbies, which would be, you know, I know a few Kelly fans would, you know, think they want us to come up this season. Yeah. Either, that, either that, they're just saying that to me. <laughs> um, no, but I think genuinely they want us to come up so we can get the Ayrshire Derby back, you know, three, four times a season. Yeah, and uh, that hasn't been the case. That's since not been the case since about '93, I think '92, '93. Apart for the occasional cup games, I think you're right. We could get four and a half to five thousand people every second Saturday, every home game. So yeah, it'd be good. But we'll see what happens this season, as I said, and we'll hopefully we'll, you know, it'll be lovely to go. How did you celebrate your win in the league? Um, I went after the left Somerset. I uh, went home. Had a bite to eat, a few cans of beer. I didn't bother going to Harley's or that because I was working the next day, so I thought I'd better not go to in case I didn't really turn up at work with a hangover. Didn't really mm -hmm. make many plans. I had two or three cans of beer and then just that was really it. If you get into the Premiership, that might be different. <laughs> <laughs> um, I might need to book a, an extended holiday <laughs> for a couple of days. <laughs> Air shuts down for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll definitely, I'll, I'll definitely go <laughs> for a few beers that night. No, it was good though. It really was. Um, as I say, I wasn't that confident at first, but as long as the game went on, the, the result was coming in for eight. It's still nil nil, and I think Allah had a few chances as well before that. And say so, no, it was brilliant. It was good to see, and makes you wonder, uh, you know, if Ruth had went up, and we didn't, you know. Would we had Shankland, would we had, you know, would have Shankland would have stayed, would we had, you know, guys we've got just now. It makes you wonder that way, you know, you know, that sort of thing. But to say that's, we don't have, we don't even have to think about that. No, no. Because it didn't happen. No, it didn't happen, yeah. no. <laughs> Thank you very much, Scott. For no problem at all, Ross. Thanks for having me. Thank and good luck with the podcast. Yeah. Thanks very much. I would like to thank Scott very much for being our guest in our first episode. You can follow Scott at skair100 on Twitter. I would also like to thank Simon for letting us record in the ship in. The ship in's a great Air United pub. Go there before games. It's great for home and away fans. Thank you to SomersetRoadEnd.com for helping get the podcast out there. SomersetRoadEnd.com is the only Air United fan dedicated forum site. Check them out at SomersetRoadEnd.com forward slash forum. Feel free to share this podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at AirUTDPodcast or like us on Facebook at AirUnitedPodcast. Thank you for listening, Honest Men and Bonnie Lasses. I'll see you next week.